What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am your host, Matt Primo. If you are new to our channel, here at Two Game, that's our primary podcast, Two Game Podcast, where we talk about games. And this is our secondary podcast, Surfing the Stream. Here on Surfing the Stream every week, we do about two, at least two movie reviews a week. Christian, who is my co-host on the Two Game Podcast, joins me for one of those reviews every week. We do a series or a franchise every month, or we just finish the franchise out until it's, it's done. Me personally, I do my own series, and I have done horror, I have done 90s action, I've done Terminator, and now I am starting Underworld. Christian and I have done, we just started Die Hard, we have done Batman in review, and then we also did recently Wonder Woman 1984. So if you're a fan of comic book movies, if you're curious, does that Wonder Woman movie live up to the hype? Is it as good as the first one? Go check out our review. It's about 40 minutes of us exercising our demons in that review. And we needed all 40 minutes of that to talk about how awful that movie was. So if you've seen it and you're curious what our thoughts are, go check out Wonder Woman 1984 review on our channel. Or if you're curious if we should, if you should go see it, if you should get a HBO Max subscription, check out, I want to say it's like the first, I could be completely honest, it's, it's, it's within the first 10 minutes of the the review, we do a non-spoiler review, and the rest of the review is spoilers. And we give you a definitive line we tell you before we get into spoiler territory. So go check that out. But you can support us by going to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all. We could not do this without y'all. And without your support each and every month, I, I don't know if we would have... I don't know I don't know if we'd be able to do this each week if it wasn't for y'all. So thank you. Thank you very much. If you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com. If you don't and you just want to listen to our show for free, by all means, do that. Share us amongst your friends. Any support is good support. So today we are reviewing Underworld Rise of the Lycans. This is the first review of my Underworld series. And I've mentioned on previous episodes that I've seen Underworld 1. I think I've seen 2. And I've seen Rise of the Lycans. I have not seen all the others. The Blood Wars and then... I don't even know what the other one... The name of it is, to be honest with you. And honestly... I I don't remember any of these movies. The only movie I ever remembered was Rise of the Lycans because it was my favorite out of the three. So I'm going into this series basically fresh because I don't remember anything about the series and the last two movies I haven't even seen. So here's, here's the deal. I posted this question on Patreon. And if you go to our Patreon and you join one of our tiers... You may, if you depending on what tier you go on, you have the the right to vote and decide what we do each week, 
each month and so on. And that's on our two game podcast, which is our gaming slash nerd slash anime podcast. Two game, the number two. And you also get to decide what you do, what we do each each month as far as our movie reviews. Uh, they voted on 90s action. I mean, every every single one has been up for vote, and they, they picked it. Honestly, I was kind of disappointed that none of the Patreon supporters uh, picked disaster movies, because I have been itching to watch some good disaster movies. Just saying. Twister? Volcano? If you're a Patreon supporter, just know I really want to do some disaster movies. Okay, guys? So, I'm going to put that out for vote. It's getting right around vote time where i got to figure out what I'm going to do for next month. So Underworld Series is going to be this entire month, and I will start a new series in the beginning of February. But I posted this question to them, and I said, do you want me to do the Underworld Series in chronological order, or do you want me to do it in an order of release date? And they, they voted for chronological order. So that's why we're starting with Underworld Rise of the Lycans and not Underworld the first one. So there's that. Don't come at me. If you have an issue with me doing this one first versus the others, then all I can say is I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm saying you go be a Patreon supporter and you can vote. Okay? Just saying. So let's get into it. Underworld Rise of the Lycans and just real quick before we I keep saying let's jump into the uh, the review. I don't expect this review to be as long as my previous others. I usually try to keep it between 15, uh, no more than 25 minutes for any of these reviews. Now, I usually fluff them up a little bit with some fun facts. They have zero fun fun facts on IMDb. Like, zero. It was none even worth writing down. I looked at them and I was like, bro, this is, this is dumb. Like, none of these are good. So, I, I legit wrote on my notes, womp, 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 four fun facts. There are none. So, I'm going to throw out the plot, director, release date, and budget and gross. And then I'll give you out my, my general thoughts on the movie. So, the plot of Underworld Rise of the Lycans. This is an origin-centered story on the centuries-old feud between the race of the aristocratic vampires and their one-time slaves, the Lycans. That is Rise of the Lycans, Underworld. This movie was directed by, and I'm going to butcher this, I butcher just about every single director's name, so don't at me. Patrick Tatapoulos? 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 I don't don't know. Sue me. Basically, this was his only movie. I looked at his, his little list of movies that he's directed, and they've been, there's like nothing there. I think he's ma- mainly a uh, a special effects kind of guy. This movie was released on January 23rd, 2009. I remember, I used to work at a theater in Hattiesburg. And I remember this movie coming out when I, when I worked there. It was It's one of those movies that gets released and it gets played so much. Because it doesn't have a long runtime. I think it's it's less than an hour and 40 minutes. And because of that, you know, I could, I watched this movie so many times. Well, I say so many times. I've seen so many, like, portions of this movie because of working at the theater. I've only seen this movie, like, front to back. Maybe, this is probably my fourth time watching it, third or fourth time watching it. 
but I've seen like chunks of this movie hundreds of times, hundreds of times. It had a budget of $35 million and it grossed worldwide $92.2 million. So let's jump into how I feel about this movie. I still consider it a very entertaining movie. Does it have aspects that it can improve on? Yes. Yes. But ultimately, it's very entertaining. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. It You're invested in the characters. Granted, I do have one issue, or one of my issues, and that's with the the general story. When you when they start the movie, you're introduced to both the main characters, Lucian and Sonia. And when it first starts off, you think because of how the story starts off, you think, oh well, they're at odds with each other. They don't like each other, but really, it's a front. They do know each other. They do love each other already. And it's kind of like this forbidden romance, Romeo and Juliet kind of plot line. I wish they would have... This is one of the few movies that I've come across specifically when I'm reviewing them on this channel that I wish there were about maybe 15, 20 more minutes added to the the runtime. Normally, I'm like, yeah, you probably could have cut that by 10, 15 minutes. It kind of ran stagnant in some areas of the story and the plot. I think trip, chipping off 15 minutes would have been fine. I think they needed to have add 15 minutes to this. Would this movie have been as financially successful because of it? I don't know because, you know, because of the short runtime, you were able to play more of the movies in the theaters. So there's a little bit of a trade-off there. I I would have loved like a like a director's cut or something along those lines that would have given you give me the beginning of that relationship give me them not liking each other and how they met and how how did they fall in love okay you're you're starting off they're already romantically involved they're already having sex they love each other they would die for each other do anything for each other I want I want to know why. How did they start getting into that? How did a vampire and a lichen start loving each other? So when you say you're going to tell us this love story between a vampire and a lichen, you're not really giving me that. You're giving me the the ending of it. And I wish they would have given me a little bit of background into how that started. That's really my biggest complaint of the movie is I wish I had more. I wish I had more story, more background to why these characters love each other because they don't really dive into that. And I think in order to explore why that that connection, that the, li- the vampires look down on the lichens. Well, how did this vampire fall in love with a lichen? How did he get her to fall in love with him? You know, I want to know these things. Another big issue that I have with the movie, the there's not I don't think there was too much CGI in it. I think I want to say the the werewolves, the lichens, I want to say those are all uh, practical effects, and they I mean they look decent. I'm trying to think they I I know this movie came out several years after it, so they, they do look kind of similar. The do you remember the orcs from Lord of the Rings? It's specifically the Fellowship of the Ring, the the big time orc uh, 
that was fighting Aragorn towards the end. That's what they kind of look like, to be honest with you. And they just look a little bit more werewolfy. I mean, I mean, I guess that's okay. They look fine. It wasn't anything that jumped at me and was like, oh, that's amazing. Like the Ninja Turtles from the old days, they still look good, you know, 30 years later. Look fantastic. So the CGI and stuff like that, it wasn't really noticeable. It So it didn't bother me. It never took me out of the movie. And that's where I get with CGI. Does it take me out of the movie? Does it make me think, oh, yeah, that's definitely not real? And I never really got that sense in this movie that I can remember. One of my big issues is the action scenes. The action scenes are pretty terrible. They're, well, not terrible. They're just generic. And there's just no substance behind them, to be honest with you. They do quick shots, quick edits of basically when the werewolves are getting killed. It just shows like the heads getting cut, different body parts getting cut. And it's like quick shots throughout the battlefield. It's nothing... It's no long shots of a fight between either the vampires or the lichens. There's, there's nothing continuous. It's just, I'm telling you, it's like quick two-second shots, if that. And I just, I, I wish that was different. I didn't go into this movie expecting a an amazing action movie. I didn't expect explosions, anything like that. But there is a sense of action in these movies kind of like the same lines as Resident Evil for better or for worse and I'm not saying I want that style of action in this movie because I definitely do not because I strongly dislike the action in Resident Evil movies for the reason of I have mentioned on previous episodes on the show I just don't care for fake bullshitty action that you know is real, that does I mean, that you know is not real, and it just doesn't make any sense. It's just, oh, I bet this would be cool, but it's really not cool because it takes you out of the movie. So I wish they would have done a little bit better with the action with the action scenes in this movie. Give me a little bit longer shots. Let me see what's going on. You're just quick shotting everything, and it's like, why'd you even why'd you even make a, a war movie? This is this was supposed to be the start of the war, and you're giving me quick shots and whatnot. And I just that was the one other thing that rubbed me the wrong way. It's basically the action scenes, and then I wish the movie would have been about 15 minutes long. Those are my minor. Those are my my big gripes with this movie. Now, because of the short time, you don't get a ton of character development outside of Sonya and Lucian. I will say this: Michael Sheen, this dude was the MVP of the movie. That guy came in to this movie and said, I am going to give 200% of myself for this role. That dude did some fantastic acting for a for a movie like this. You know, it's not like No Country for Old Men or, you know, those big-time movies that win all the Oscars. This dude went all in on... Basically, like a, a small budget blockbuster, basically. And I mean, you got to give him credit. He was definitely the MVP of this movie. I loved every single scene that he was in, especially when he was trying to rile up all the lichens. It was fantastic. Bravo, sir. Bravo. And then Bill Nighy, 
I'm going to assume that I said his last name wrong. Like I said, sue me. Uh, I'm from Mississippi, so I can pronounce everything wrong, and I'm okay. But I think he is a, ste- a scene stealer as well, because every time he's on scene, I'm just like, dude, I don't think they could have got a better, like, elder vampire for him to play than anybody else. Uh, I would not have, like, if they got, like, An- Anthony Hopkins, I don't think he, yeah, he would bring some gravitas to the, to the, to the movie, but old Bill, Sir Bill, he uh, he went all out as well, and he's fantastic. It was every time he was speaking, I was just like, yeah, keep speaking, dude. Keep speaking. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. But those are the main things I love. I love the, the chemistry between Sonya and Lucian. Great chemistry. And, yeah, I think just overall... I think this is just a very entertaining movie. And yeah, it has some faults with the story. And don't go into this movie expecting an Academy Award winning uh, script or actors acting the best dialogue because it's not. It's not. The dialogue does suffer at times throughout this movie. But if you just go into this movie just looking to be entertained, I think you'll be entertained. And. That's you. You have to know what type of movie you're going into, for to settle your to set your expectations. And I come into these movies. I just want to be entertained. I want to sit here for an hour and a half, two hours, and I want to be entertained. I don't want to be bored because the one thing these movies cannot afford to do is to let you be bored. The second you become bored in one of these movies, I mean, what's the point of it? You know, because these are not those Oscar-winning movies that give you awesome scenes to to chew on throughout the movie. You know, like, There Will Be Blood. It's just scene after scene. It's just so good with such great acting. Whereas this one, I just need to be entertained. Alright? I'm not looking for A-plus material. I just want to be entertained, and I want to love it, and enjoy my time, get away from the world. That's what I go to these movies for. So normally I give y'all a a score for what I think the movie should score on. And this is where I've gotten into issues with the channel and all my series. Because I'll watch the first one. Now Terminator series was a little bit easier because I knew from seeing the first two and how much I loved those. I knew where I wanted my stars to be. So I gave Terminator I think four stars. And then I gave Terminator 2 five stars because it's the greatest action movie of all time. Or one of the best, I should say. This one, I have not seen the other... I'm not very familiar with the other Underworld movies as well as I am with this one. So it's kind of hard for me to gauge where I'm going to put this ultimately. So I may... I'm probably... I'm definitely overselling how good this movie is with this... with my my score I gave it three and a half on letterbox and I think that's probably a little too high it's probably going to be around two and a half to a three to be honest with you but three and a half gets bumped up a little bit based off of how well I was entertained how much I loved it as far as how well it does as a movie yeah it's going to sit right around two and a half to three max I think before it's ultimately said and done 
Because when I watch all the other movies, I'm going to compare them to this one with the star ratings. I can't give Underworld 2, you know, four stars when I loved this one more. And this one is only three and a half, you know? So I try to to juggle that as best as I can. So right now I give it three and a half, but like I said, I'm probably overshooting that by a star or two. Two and a half to three, I think is probably where it's going to end up being ultimately. Just depends on how how much I love the rest of the series. As for buy, sell, rent, or skip, I think this is definitely worth a a sell or a rent. I bought this movie on sale with the with the box set, so I got it on sale. I think I paid twenty five dollars for all five movies in the Underworld series, which is $5 per movie. I think this movie is definitely worth at least $5. Seven, eight bucks uh, is probably the max I would probably spend on this. If if you're looking at buying this movie, go get it secondhand. If you're getting it digitally, I'm telling you, about seven, seven bucks is probably as much as I would spend. You start getting a $10 range, and uh, I don't know. There's not many older movies. I mean, maybe some newer movies within the last couple years I would spend more than $10 for. You start getting past the 10-year mar- mark, yeah, I, I don't feel great about paying $10 for a 10-plus-year-old movie. So I definitely think it's worth at least a sale. If you rent it, I mean, if you can rent it for significantly cheaper than you can buy it, then go check it out. But let me know what y'all think of this movie. If you're watching along, go ahead and start with this one. And then next week, we are going to be doing Underworld, the first one. And I got to say, I'm pretty excited to start this the rest of the series because I'm basically going in blind. But let me know what you think of this movie, and I'll catch y'all next time.